Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everybody. I'm John Cena, 16-time WWE champ, saying support Wrestle Talk because they talk about wrestling. And I like it. So do us all a favor and subscribe, please. And thank you. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis. And I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Swerve Nation. Hello to you, Ollie Davis. How are the Dickens are you? I'm doing good. We were meant to record our Royal Rumble fantasy booking warfare today. This is Thursday we're recording this uh, for next for a Monday posting. But we just ran out of goddamn time. It's, I mean, yeah, it's four o'clock now. We just haven't got time to, to do it today. But you finished your one. Yes, I finished it t- uh, this afternoon just before we broke mm. for lunch uh, so we could watch NXT. I did finish my fantasy, and I'm actually feeling pretty good about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I, I know where I'm going. I know the big spots, but... Have you not finished yours? No, I'm, I'm at like 19. Oh, whoa. Okay, so I was under the impression when I came into the studio today, you were done. No, and that's you were why like, we I, can't do it today. I thought we couldn't do it today because you were just like, I've got so much on today. I, and, yeah. you, and you have had so much on today. I appreciate that. But I thought that you would like, because the way you've been talking about your Royal Rumble fantasy booking, mm. that you're way ahead of the curve. Well, I it really... was when you hadn't done anything. <laughs> when so, you were sitting there looking at the number three. So oh, I was number four, and I was looking, and I got to like number ten, and I was like, "Oh, I'm at number ten now." And you were like, "Oh, you know, you'll get there." I was like, "Oh, he's done. He's just mm. he's well done." Turned out I was like nine behind you, and now I'm all finished. I feel like I I feel like I need to go back as well and sort of like. I did continuity check stuff and, and check for holes. Oh, yeah. I had um, two different documents open. So I had the document where I was writing out, but I also had a notepad document where I was uh, noting who was in the ring, that's where they were idea. currently placed so that I could... And then when they were eliminated, I could just delete them from the notepad. Mm. So I just I knew at all times who was in the ring. So how long do you think it took you to write this down? Because you were doing it for a, a bit. Yeah, I mean, I started a little bit yesterday, but I only wrote for about 10 minutes yesterday. Um, and that was a lot of that was just like collating together people who were going to be in the Rumble. Mm. And I actually wrote down, I think, 35 names. Yeah, I've got 40. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've, got, some bits I've just got nostalgic surprise. Yeah. Like the, number 19, nostalgic surprise, <laughs> question mark. So I've got a, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd say in total maybe an hour, hour and a bit. Mm. I think maybe up to an hour and fifty. It's the it. This is 
the most time I've ever spent on a fantasy book in Warfare. Really? At 100% of the most time. Usually, as we told many times, usually I write them 10 minutes before we come in mm. here. So this is the longest, and it's the uh, most detailed I've ever written one out as well. Because I feel like that, that was my downfall. I write yeah. in bullet points, and then I kind of improvise around it. I'm, gonna, I'm taking your approach, where you write it out, and you tell it like a story. I'm, I'm hoping... So we, we said 10-minute time limits, but I... I don't know if we should... We'll put that as a guide, but if we go over... Yeah. Because it, this is a bit different, this one. Yeah, this isn't booking like someone's debut. This mm. is booking an entire Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's it really is a different level. Yeah. It's like booking... You, the, apparently, WWE don't like booking tournaments beyond like a, a certain number of brackets because they're so difficult to book. Uh, but, you know, said that, they just did the US title one and there's the Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah, but look at the US title one. It's the most basic tournament yeah. that they, I think they've ever done. These I, two guys are <laughs> Oh, I wonder who's going through. It's basically like, we want these two at the end. Uh, just book backwards, but that'll do. Yeah. 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 Who have we got on the roster? Ty? Yeah, put him in there. Mm. Yeah. Was Ty in it? Yeah, I think he... must he, have been. I think he lost first round to Jinder. Sounds about right. So let's do some uh, reviews and then stick around for the outro, folks, because Luke... Has a quest tale. Uh, less of a quest tale, yeah. I mean, we were kind of talking about it a little bit, but maybe we'll talk about it on the podcast. Lewis Kelly writes. Uh, no. No, this is interesting. So, in the byline for the iTunes thing, they've got a, a winky face emoji cookie. That's their name. But then the title of the review is Lewis Kelly. Something's gone wrong here. Maybe this was like, I think someone else said this earlier where they said like, oh, I've had to use my mum's account to leave a review. So maybe this Lewis Kelly fella has a sibling or a parent whose iTunes username is Winky Face Cookie. Mm. And they've used that to leave the review. Well, let's go with that one then. I love this wrestling podcast. Luke and Ollie don't just agree, make an excuse for everything WWE does like other wrestling podcasts podcasts they also explore the indie scene to great lengths do we and have <laughs> and have got me into ring of honor and new japan which i thank them for that is good news winky face cookie slash lewis kelly the podcast makes it much easier to listen to you guys on the go rather than on youtube keep up the good work lads and when i finish uni and have a good paying job i will become a patreon backer thank you yeah. face. thank you cookie slash swapped. thank you cookie slash lewis kelly yeah thanks lewis kelly and super, I've gotten the the things mixed up now. J M J J McCall McCall McCall, I'd say. J M C Cool writes Super Wrestling Podcast. This is a Super Wrestling Podcast. Ollie and Luke are knowledgeable wrestling fans who are great at covering the current product in a fun way, as well as answering fan questions. The shows are really entertaining and are now a staple of my podcast listening every week. Keep up the good work and thanks for all the shows. You're very welcome, Jay McCall. Cheers, Jay McCall. Should we get on with the show? This unfortunate story unfolded last Friday when PW Insider broke that Paige had been told on last Monday, on the previous Monday's Raw, that her in-ring career was over. This stems from an incident at a December house show, the 27th, I believe, uh, where Paige was caught in the back by a Sasha Banks kick and Paige developed, uh, sorry, suffered a stinger, which isn't a reference to an injury that Sting would get, as someone incorrectly called me out for thinking I was making a joke at Sting's career and oh, expense. because he actually did end his career on a stinger. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. And I think, I was like, is it a well-known colloquial term? Found it on Wikipedia. A stinger is the medical term. It's not. So 
yeah, I wouldn't do something so horrible. And yeah, Paige couldn't move her extremities for a while, so her, her limbs, she was just down on the mat for a bit. She tried to stand up and then she falls back down. It's uncomfortable viewing. Someone's filmed it who was in the audience. and then, But then she walks out after a few minutes. She doesn't take the stretcher and the match is called off. Because of her neck surgery and neck issues for her, the, the last year and a half to two years, really, WWE doctors quite rightly subjected her to some more tests. This is all reported. Like, this hasn't been announced officially. Uh, and they, they've decided, according to PW Insider, and, you know, the Wrestling Observer newsletter has corroborated this amongst a few other sites, that her in-ring career is over. So... What? But on Raw, this week's Raw, that wasn't really addressed. All it was, she had previously been announced for the Rumble, the Women's Rumble, but now she was withdrawn. So who, yeah, what, what's going to happen to her? Well, it's, it's such a sad story. It really is. Effectively, she's been Daniel Bryant. Mm. She has been... It, it, most... Daniel Bryant in all your future endeavours. Y- yes, in mm. the sense of that, like, we, we're not going to fire you. We're going to continue putting you under contract. However, we... we I'm not going to clear you to wrestle. You could go to other doctors around the world and they would say, A, you're fine, but we, as a company, uh, don't want anyone getting injured, seriously injured on our watch. You look at the what happened to Edge, what happened to, you know, to, to Daniel Bryan. They just said, like, look, this is very dangerous if you get back in the ring, we doctors believe. So I'd suggest not. Um, but according to you know the Wrestling Observer and PW Insider and, and a lot of other sources as well, that Paige is very much well-liked in WWE, which is testament to the fact that she was brought back after the year that she had in 2016. Controversy. 20- the controversial year. An annus horribilis. Yes, it was a very Latin controversial year. Poor, you know, poor old Paige. I mean, I'm, I'm not putting any of the blame onto mm. her. You know, it was just, it was, she was a victim of circumstances. Um, but I mean, there, there were, th- it the wasn't, you know, yes. it was the Alberta. Yes, absolutely. Yes, relationship, yeah, yeah. there were, you know, she would upload things where Del Rio was shooting on her current employer saying very nasty things about WWE. Yes. You know, anyone else that would have been future endeavoured right away oh yeah like if she if that had been sunny then she'd have been mm. out the door not listening like the weather as in the the female wrestler um well say i say wrestler manager um but you know she is clearly well liked Paige, so it stands to reason that wwe would like to keep her involved perhaps in a managerial role for absolution you know just staying there as just like as mm. a, a manager for them as a tag team or perhaps doing the the daniel bryan thing and putting her in the general manager role I didn't even think of a general manager role. That's a, So I've written down here manager. I think everyone's thinking, because she's such a good talker. She'd be able to get people over. She's a great ringside presence. She's sort of doing that for absolution anyway. That's good. I also had commentator down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually that would be quite good as well, because if there's something that WWE does need, it's a female voice mm. on commentary. Something that actually just doesn't they sound like... Beth Phoenix. <laughs> and, and you loved her commentary on Mixed Match Challenge, didn't you? It was obvious commentary. It was both obvious, calling out stuff that didn't need to be called out, and then whatever she's got in front of her on a piece of paper. She was a stat machine. You know, <laughs> yeah. Moment of silence. I'm going to read out one of these pre-prepared numbers that I've just 
heard. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and with so first go, she's probably learned. Do it, do it with zero conviction mm, as well. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's the best way to Most do it. Most monotone possible. Yeah, yeah th- that's always good. There was a point while watching mixed match challenge with you that you turned to me and was like, oh, I forgot Beth was doing commentary. Yeah, she just piped <laughs> up after a while. <laughs> like, oh yeah, she's doing it because mm. we got a bit excited at first because we thought it was Renee and Byron. I was like, what a great little commentary team that is. Two nerds just sitting there being nerds. This will be great fun. No, it was Michael Cole and mm. Corey Graves and Beth Phoenix. But back to Paige. Hey, back to Paige. I think the ge- the general manager role is really good. And I'm going to add a wrinkle. Mm. It, this is all, of course, if she does have to retire. Maybe. Hopefully. It's all okay. Yeah. This, uh, this is just reported stuff. Although, you know, quite credible r- reported stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe WWE or Paige's neck might miraculously heal and she can go on to wrestle and continue to do stuff harm-free. Yeah. But, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, but I'd like yeah. to hear your wrinkle in the uh, in the general manager. In the general manager, it's all about the women's revolution now. Who started the women's revolution? According to her? Emma Page and Emma and May Young and Nikki Bella. May Young definitely did all of the stuff. Uh, but if you gave Page, she could be a specific authority figure role for. The knockouts division. Not the knockouts division. <laughs> so I'm making a joke about when Brooke Hogan did this oh, in TNA. Oh, of course. I forgot all about yeah. that. Brooke Hogan. Because nepotism isn't a thing in the wrestling business. <laughs> Certainly not Hulk, when Hulk Hogan's involved. Hulk Hogan's daughter, Brooke Hogan, was the authority figure specifically for the knockouts division, the women's division. That would be in normal speak, in non-Vince Russo speak. They still call it the knockouts division. I know, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous in 2018. My favourite thing about Brooke Hogan in TNA is that she was about two foot taller than every single mm. female wrestler they had. So when she was doing her uh, her authority stuff, she was just towering above everyone and she was in heels and everything. It just made all of their female wrestlers look just so small. And WWE don't do that. They just do it with Stephanie McMahon and the men's division. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so going back to kind of this, is Paige actually going to retire? Mm. As you quite rightly said, there are lots of credible sources saying that it is she has been asked to retire. But WWE didn't make an announcement on Raw. They just said that she's going to be out at the Royal Rumble. And I said on Twitter that it feels at the moment, because they haven't made an official announcement, that they're doing everything in their power to do more tests, to do this, to do that, to do X, Y, and Z, so that they don't have to go to this extreme mm. of saying, Paige, you have to retire at the age of 25. Yeah. That's the most heartbreaking thing about it. It's the age of 25, and she's just come back. She's been back about like two months. A month. She came back, back in November. Oh, man, I, that's... The 20th of November, and the injury happened on, on the, the 27th. 27th of December. Awful is that. And um, so, you know, it's... It feels like they are trying to do everything they possibly can. Oh, she's eight years younger than me. Oh, no, sorry, seven years younger than me. That's just so it's heartbreaking. But, um, yeah, but you made the, the very correct point, and quite a few people as well uh, said to me on Twitter that maybe they just don't want to announce this on a random episode of Raw. Maybe they want to make a big deal out of it, like they did for the Daniel Bryan retirement mm. speech, where mm. you, you sort of announce it a week ahead of time, or you, know, you announce it a couple of days in advance to say that Daniel Bryan's going to be doing her, his retirement. Maybe even... And this is, you know, very wild speculation, waiting until they're back in England. Oh, that could be a... I mean, that's after WrestleMania. It's after WrestleMania. It's a long time. uh, May time, usually. Yeah, Yeah, it's a long old time. But, you know, Daniel Bryan, they waited until they were in... um, I think it was in Seattle that they did it. Um, it, it was because I know it was close. Washington. Yes, but Seattle and Washington are, right. are very close to each other. I think uh, I was actually 
listened to a show talking about this, how close they were. Oh, it was um, Hollywood Babylon mm. talking about, Kevin Smith was talking about how Seattle and Washington are so close to each other. Just like Michigan and like Detroit and D- Chicago. Exactly. They're basically the same place. Um, <laughs> so CM Punk used to do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe they are just going to wait to a bigger moment or a bigger show so that she's not mm. going to be overshadowed by the Royal Rumble or Raw 25. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like, as the promoter, you want to... And I, I imagine if you were in Paige's position and they're like, OK, you have to retire 100%. You don't want to just that to just be a throwaway... Th- I, I'd imagine you wouldn't want that to be a throwaway segment. You don't want it to be a backstage mm-hmm. interview with Charlie Caruso. You want to make <laughs> or that... Or still Dasher. You want to make that as big a thing as possible. So... Uh, I don't think Raw 25 is the place to do it because she'll be overshadowed. But Not overshadowed, but there'll be just so much stuff going on in that. The Undertaker's yeah, coming yeah. back, Austin's coming back, DX, the Architects mm. of the Attitude Era, they're coming back. So yeah, I think Raw 25 is not the place to do it. It's going to have the most eyes on it, yeah. but it's not the right time. The Rumble as well is, uh, you know, you want that to be a, a good, a happy women's message. Presumably you wouldn't want it to be a downbeat with oh, one of our most promising female wrestlers has to retire because of an injury uh but then at this yeah i think they should you know you want to wait on these things you don't want to be rushed into a decision but with daniel bryan it took so long because the concussions and ctes and brain injuries the science isn't nowhere near as exact as it is i'm not saying that neck injuries are completely exact but People know a lot more about neck injuries than they do concussions. That's why it's still such a grey area. That's why 15 doctors clear Brian to return to the ring. But one guy's like, no, you'll probably, you know, suffer mm-hmm. irreparable damage if you do so. Yeah. So, yeah, neck, neck in, but neck injuries, you can get a consensus. In fact, and have, have you gone back to listen to the Lillian Garcia podcast? Page no, page? I've not, actually. I, in fact, I didn't even listen to it first time around, but I was I heard it was very good. Yeah, I've, got so a, I've got a big backlog of podcasts, so it's not. I'm not doing it because I'm a dick. I just haven't listened to it because I've got so many podcasts that I haven't listened to yet. I'll add another one on for you. Oh, yeah? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn my, the it's, it's Jericho. A, oh, it's in my to-do list. Problem is, I've got like six episodes of Talking Simpsons that I haven't caught up on. I've just... Um, it's not a wrestling fan. <laughs> and I, I just actually started the um, the Something to Wrestle Edge episode, which is five hours long. So I've, 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 I'm about an hour into that one, so I've still got another four to go. Don't give, don't give them the plays. We're coming <laughs> for you, Pritchard. So I've got this big backlog. Also, the, I started listening to this podcast called Auto. I'm going to give them a shower here. Also, Pod Deceptorcast, which was a minute by minute breakdown of the Transformers, the animated movie, the 1986 animated movie, and I was quite enjoying it. But I've suddenly realised I'm about 20 episodes behind, which means I'm technically 20 minutes behind in mm. the movie, and that's that's a lot of podcasts to catch up on. Yeah. Well. Anyway, the, you're, the, t- you're the talking Owens about Paige. and Sammy one's yeah. good. Uh, but Paige, she was so. This was published on the tenth of December. So no, what those those Lillian Garcia ones might be live actually because she's got like a talk radio thing. Anyway, it was just after that. Uh, quite the pretty. I remember it, it was a pretty good uh, match with Sasha Banks on Raw, and I was like, damn, Paige is back. That was a fun little match, and and it went a long time. And Paige brings that up. It's like my doctor Joseph Ryby. I can't remember his exact name said to me you know you shouldn't wrestle again and she's but then she says but he's overly cautious he doesn't get the wrestler's mentality mm. he says nikki bella shouldn't wrestle again because of course nikki also has neck issues she underwent neck surgery a while ago 
And but but Paige tells Lillian, like, look, I had a, a match against Sasha Banks just on just the other day on Raw and went 20 minutes. I'm fine. And then you're like, oh, man. Mm. And uh, there's been a bit of a backlash against Sasha Banks as well. Yeah. Like, uh, I think it was a free. This was not intentional. No, it's a freak accident. It's like the D'Lo Dross thing. Mm. You know, the, these these things happen. The accidents happen in the ring. It's as wrestling promoters or wrestlers would say, it ain't ballet, folks. It's, uh, it's a very physical sport, and sometimes these things happen. Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer Radio, however, got quite angry, not at the performers in the match, but at the agent who put together that spot. Why would you have a spot in the match where you would kick someone from behind who has a neck injury. Mm-hmm. So there's an argument for that. I never, you know, don't really think about that sometimes. You should structure matches around pre-existing injuries. Yes. Uh, be a smarter way to do it. Yeah. The Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. This episode of Wrestle Ramble is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to the exclusive Wrestle Ramble Extra, where Ollie and I review classic pay-per-views from the past. This month, Patreon backers will get our review of Wrestle Kingdom 10, which featured an all-time classic between Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. And if you help us reach our next Patreon goal, we'll be able to livestream episodes of Wrestle Ramble on YouTube, as well as new perks like NXT and Ring of Honor reviews. So head over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for more information and support WrestleTalk. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We've got some crap gimmicks for you now from Jumping the Smark. That's a good name. It's a great name, isn't on it? On Twitter. 
Is, was this in multiple tweets? No, he's, he, uh, he sent me a DM. Oh, he DM'd you? Yeah. Luke's open. My DMs are open. I, I do read as many as I possibly can, but I do get a lot. Uh, my lady Humble part- brag. My lady partner works with a young person. Oh, yeah. And this, and this is great because... I get all the lingo. Oh, interesting. All the youth speak yeah. uh, via my lady partner from this person. And apparently, just in casual conversation the other day, so I'm going to snap that. Is, is that a Snapchat it thing? It is a Snapchat oh, thing. Man, I'm so good at I this. I didn't get that. It took me a while. We yeah. play, me and my lady partner play a game. We're like, go on, guess what this one means. <laughs> didn't get it. I mean, I'll be honest. Snapchat's a thing I've heard of. I don't know what it is. You've never sent a dick video? On a Snapchat? No. Haven't lived, my friend. No, you use Skype for that. No, I use, no because obviously I didn't do that before <laughs> a big scandal erupts. Uh, from what I, when I used to use it, not just to send funny things, one of the things I sent, I remember when I, God, back in the days when I had Snapchat and actually used it. Because <laughs> when it was first released, it was a, a source of great fun with all my friends. Mm-hmm. I did a thing for my mate whose birthday it was, and I had a Stone Cold Steve Austin action figure. And I had uh, a, a towel draped over a chair, you know, like a, a table chair. And he was underneath it. And I played Stone Cold's entrance music on my laptop. <laughs> yeah. And the, the glass broke as the towel came down. <laughs> and then Stone Cold came out. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> so that's uh But then it deletes yeah. forever. It goes into the ether. Oh, really? Yeah. So once you've watched it, it would, it would go. Oh, right. Which is why so many people alleged, supposedly use it for the old dick pick oh because then like unless you're quick with the old trigger finger yeah, to, yeah, to snap it snap it snap, yeah. oh, snap that snap that maybe that's what it means so, so okay well thank you for explaining what snapchat is that was a a bit of a tangent yeah. off of dm well this is where we lose all the viewers that's why we don't <laughs> ramble that much anymore but there's a bit of rambling for you however this came in via twitter mm. and i know what that one is yeah it's the bird one yeah his name is belated bobby he is a blue-eyed baby face, but he loses all of his matches by roll-up because he doesn't realise the opening bell has rung. However, when he loses, he thinks the final bell is the opening bell and beats down his opponent ruthlessly, leading people to believe he is a heel. Also, if some heels are beating someone down, after the beatdown is over, he runs in and attacks the person in the match that looks like the heel from aforementioned beatdown and therefore starts a feud. Belated Bobby. Belated Bobby. I quite like the, the, the general conceit of the gimmick. It's a bit um, uh, Jesse and Festus. Yes. Uh, that, that was the first thing that sprung to mind. That uh, that classic, classic WWE gimmick. Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows in uh, yeah. one of his original WWE roles. I used to really enjoy Jesse and Festus. Jesse and Festus was at a time when I was just like, WWE's yeah, the yeah. worst. And I was very much like, TNA, TNA. I was one of those guys that t- at WWE shows that would chant TNA because I'm clearly cool. Well, I I was in a similar, because that's when TNA was when really, TNA, really hot. TNA was actually cool. Yeah. Uh, but one, I would still watch WWE. But I was, that was 12 years ago. Wow. Uh, but I would still heavily criticize it. Mm. Uh, but I would still watch WWE. And one of my favourite things in that time was Festus. Yeah, yeah. I still, re- I unironically enjoyed it. I, I just when he hulked out, I was like, this guy's amazing. I kind of wish he was like that all the time, and there wasn't the kind of underlying jabbing, poking fun at people with mental disabilities. I did. Uh, I remember there's an episode of Something to Wrestle giving them another plug um, when 
Conrad asked Bruce uh, Pritchard about uh, Jesse and Festus, and Bruce was very upset about the gimmick because essentially mm. it's just like, oh, you're you're just making fun of people from the south. But because that's what is it a south thing? I think that's what it was. But I, he I don't like he was almost lobotomized. And then the bell rang, and then it turned into a cool killer machine, like that bit. Yeah. But then he was smiley lobotomized afterwards. I believe, uh, as, as Bruce Pritchard would tell you, it was a, uh, a a southern thing. It was poking fun at the people from the south. Oh, That's what wow. Vince finds hilarious. That and stutters, uh, two of Vince's favourite things. You know that Vince finds um, speech impediments hilarious. Wow. Um, was why uh, Cody Rhodes went through extensive and Jack Swagger went through extensive speech therapy so that Vince uh, wouldn't pick on them. Oh my. Word, be a star. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I I think I like the opening bit of this that the the blue eyed baby face, super baby face, is just getting the bells mixed up. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Gets confusing when you make him a heel. Well, no, I this. think what he's not saying is that he's making them a heel. The crowd thinks he's a heel because after the match, he's beating someone down who's quite fairly mm, won yeah. the match. But yeah. he is still a, or he still thinks he's a blue eyed baby face. I kind of like that dynamic. I don't. I don't quite get the um, uh, the second half of it, but I quite like the first half. I I don't. I think he should he should realise his mistake immediately and being a super blue eyed baby face, just put his hands on his hips and goes, "Shucks, I did it again." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Every goddamn time, I yep. get the bells mixed up. Yeah. Uh, so, th- but this there's a thematic thing here to these crap gimmicks, and I'm gonna. I'm, going to bring it up at the end oh interesting so gav the gothic chav is next this was also via twitter which made i read this okay so this he did give some um background on this this is based on the christmas episodes Mm. when you gave me as uh, my final christmas present a singlet um which you can see in the uh, christmas episode towards the end um, Which Mrs. Owens enjoys <laughs> she, very much. She she had no words, mm. and yet so many questions. She didn't have time for words. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this is kind of based around that. But Gav the Gothic Chav is the name of the guy who sent it in. Yeah. That sounds like a gimmick I want to hear. The Gothic Chav. Yeah. So I was waiting for something. I was like, well, when's this guy going to become a goth or a chav? Oh, I that. see. No, that's so, who sent it in. The actual gimmick. Luke Owens changed slightly for kayfabe slash logic reasons. Oh, but you say that, but that's what people think my name is anyway. Mm. Is his name, but for his character and in-ring persona to develop, it shall be stylized as Luke Zero Wins. So oh, like wins. Because he, in his singlet and headgear, think Michael Cole, and all of his naivety is fresh out of college and has zero professional wrestling background whatsoever. He is winless. As a play on Kurt Angle, he can be dubbed the Olympic non-medalist on account of his lack of experience and how green he is something that the likes of Beastmaster and Fishmonger regularly remind him of passive-aggressively but Luke is a baby face and he wants to learn he doesn't see he's getting ribbed his in-ring style is clearly amateur with no moves as such purely grapples and takedowns he's learnt from college which results him getting the wind knocked out of him with everything from a suplex to a body slam because he's not used to it and ultimately loses his matches. The best thing about this gimmick is the name. Yes. Owens uh, is the best thing about it. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So, this is... I, I'm worried that people are now submitting crap gimmicks for wrestlers who aren't very good. Mm. Because but that's what both of these are. You know, Oh, they're both rubbish wrestlers. That's not... The, they're meant to be rubbish we've, characters. We've had a lot of jobbers as of yeah. late. Because that's a jobber. Um, the uh, Jumping the smark sent in a jobber. I think um, Dan, the mayor of Painesville, mm. sent in a couple of jobbers. 
He is a jobber. <laughs> he's not a Oh no, he's not a jobber. He's a manager of jobbers now. So, oh, but we haven't mention. had any. We haven't any champions like the Fishmonger or the Beastmaster or WrestleBot or WrestleBot. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we we want bad character gimmicks or uh, the the glamorous fam, the mm. hand puppet tag team. Yes, those are the ones. Not not just people who can't wrestle. Mm. It's time for the worst segment ever: <laughs> Great Balls of Butch, <laughs> where we just talk about stuff we said wrong previously. Well, I mean, it doesn't happen often, Ollie, but when it does happen, we do like to point out our mistakes. Because you all do it for us. We thank you so much. There was a comment left on yesterday's video. Sorry, I was going to cut you off there. There's a comment left on yesterday's video, which was, um, God, Luke Owen corrects Ollie on every little mistake he makes. He's such a, pedet- such a pedant. Makes him feel, uh, feel really um, uh, pretentious. And my sudden thought was like, I mean, A, I don't think I do because I'm the one who's usually getting things wrong. But B, if I don't, someone else will. Mm. Yeah, we have to we have to correct each other, but a lot still seeps through. <laughs> well, if you want to if you want to hear a good correcting story, download Wednesday's podcast <laughs> for the exclusive oh, corrections. My I got a message from my friend, my old mm. um, uni housemate, who loved your story in the barbers. He thought mm. it was hilarious. That's, that's it was good a, to know. it was a great story. It's infuriating. <laughs> so first up on Wednesday on Monday's episode of Raw, thank you for all the screen grabs and pictures and images. Kevin Dunn was in the production truck. It was a shoot production like truck. Like I said, I just didn't see Kevin Dunn there. No, I didn't see Kevin Dunn either. I beca- because he doesn't have a reflection. So, I, you know, <laughs> it's hard to spot sometimes. Yeah, apparently Ross pointed out. But, um, I, 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 yeah, I didn't spot him there. I was actually keeping an eye out for him. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was. Spotted. I was like, oh, where, where's, where's Dunn? Where's Dunn? But um, I actually forgot my favourite part of that segment, though. Which was when Kurt Angle's delivery of the production. Oh first. no! I thought this was even better. It was because it was purely improvised and shows how great Braun is at the old improvisation. Mm. When he was too big to walk through the door frame, so he walked into the door frame and then said, "And I quote, stupid door." Yes, That's so good. It's great. He should leave like a, a Braun-shaped hole oh, in most doors. Why didn't they do that? That'd have been so much yeah. better. Like next time, we're just yeah, just walking through walls doesn't even need doors. Mm. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, and the second Great Balls of Botch <laughs> is from last Saturday's episode. I observed that I'm worried about Velveteen Dream on the main roster because he's not that tall. Is that what you said? Because I, I, there were so many comments that just said Velveteen Dream is tall. And I had no recollection of A, us even talking about the Velveteen mm. Dream, or you saying that he was small. Yeah, so, I mean, I in my head he's short. <laughs> A lot of people are like, ah, you're mixing up with Leo Rush because, of course, they used to be tag team partners before WWE. I swear I have seen a picture with someone who I know is six foot and uh, Velveteen Dream is like four or five inches below them. Mm. But enough of you have said it where I'm willing, reluctantly, mm-hmm. to say, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe his build height of 6'3". <laughs> is that was big is, air quotes uh, for podcast listeners that's become your catchphrase i know mate i like it uh it's because like apollo cruz's build is 6'1 uh 260 pounds or something when i think that's demonstrably false <laughs> when he stands near anyone else because you think he's about the same height as me yeah about 5'10 I, th- I, th- I reckon he's shorter you reckon he's shorter reckon than me shorter. yeah yeah I, w- I would never take any a- any like weight or height as legitimate that oh, WWE well, put out. No, it, it's it's a kayfabe thing. You know, yeah. Andre the Giant wasn't seven foot tall. But Velveteen Dream is tall. 
So elsewhere in the news world, it's actually been a pretty busy week. It's been a big week for news. Yeah, not for the uh, the Anoa'i family tree. No. Jay Uso was arrested for a DWI, not a DUI, as I said. Apparently, I don't know what the difference is. Uh, driving under the influence, under the influence or driving what? driving with the influence while intoxicated. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that sounds, yeah, that that's sounds good words. Yeah, I prefer driving with the influence. <laughs> Like, I'm like, that's my buddy Luke. He's a bad influence. I thought you just meant that um, uh, Christopher Daniels and oh, Frankie yeah, yeah. Kazarian are in the background <laughs> with you. In the back seat. Were they called? They were called Bad Influence in that's TNA. It, that's it. They're yeah. called The Addiction in, in Ring of Honor. That's it, yeah. With the old uh, Martini- Appletinis. Appletinis, yeah. Oh, what a gimmick. What a gimmick. <laughs> they were so good in TNA as a tag team. Um, but yeah, so Jay was arrested. And DWI was um, Beer Money's finishing move. Um, right. Driving, uh, I think it was like drinking while investing, I think right. it stood for. <laughs> <laughs> TNA was good, remember? Okay. We remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I mean, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people give Russo a lot of stick, but sometimes he comes up with the goods. Sometimes he has a little bit of nugget in there. He has a nugget of good in there. It's a quantity game, isn't it? you just you got to <laughs> yeah. shuck enough stuff over a, re- a probably too long career, and you're going to get DWI puns pretty well. Absolutely. A two-decade career, but in that, there has been a, like a smattering of like good mm. puns. For every major E erection or whatever <laughs> general, that, general general E erection, erection you're going to have a, a good a good one a drinking while investing. So yeah, Jay was uh, reportedly alleged well I mean the mugshots are out so mm. I suppose it's it's true he was arrested which the I nearly swore then stupid thing to do. Uh, I'm not a fan of people who drink and drive because no. uh, do whatever you want to yourself very harmful to other people potentially I notice it a lot in American TV shows where they go out uh, to bars and that and drink and then drive home and it's like not cool get an Uber it's, it's really not and but it makes me think it's like like, obviously, I'm not an American. I don't know if you've noticed, but I am not an American. Oh. Yeah, I was very much born in, uh, well, you know, I was, I was born in the United Kingdom. Um, I was wondering if this is like a, a regular American thing. Because um, I think American beer is weaker, that um, they think it's fine to go drinking, uh, to go driving after they're drunk. I wouldn't be so bold to make rash generalizations like I, Lucas. I was I was merely asking. I was asking our American viewers. I wasn't saying like, hey, it was you know a loaded what? question. Though. I wasn't like, hey, do you know what Americans do? Do you know what Americans bloody love doing? Well, I'm also not going to lecture too much, but what Jay has done very stupidly is put himself in a position where he could be reprimanded by WWE. He has a two out of three falls title defense coming up right around the corner with mm-hmm. Royal Rumble next Sunday. Uh, and yeah, so it's not and even more stupid because it's not just him who gets punished. Fair enough. Take the punishment. It's also your brother, Jimmy, who's his co-tag team partner. Yeah, this is a, a really bad news for the users as well, mm. especially because they're like one of the hottest acts on SmackDown at the moment. He's doing great work. It's great work. And it's, yeah, it's really not a, a good thing. This is not good news. So you think they're going to lose the titles? Um, I mean, American beta. You could probably make a safe bet, considering that you know, look what happened with Rob Van Dam when him and Sabu were were pulled over for similar things. Look what happened to Jack Swagger when he was pulled over for mm. similar things. There's like there is a history in WWE for. I mean, and I, in fact, as well that when uh, RVD and Sabu were pulled over, at least according to Bruce Pritchard, um, Vince McMahon found the story hilarious because he was like, "They pulled you over for that? It's nothing." But because the company has a reputation... See the briefcase of money I had I was going to say, look, look at what Vince McMahon got away with in the 1980s. But because the company has a reputation and is a public 
publicly traded company they have to reprimand things like this so it is you could put a safe bet that the Mm. usos will not be tag champs walking out of royal rumble and another potential spoiler so yeah that's one royal rumble match that might have the result given away but tell us about this fast lane one so this which is, is just stunning this is a a fascinating little story because this original story actually broke out over the christmas period i think it actually was like almost like christmas day or boxing day um the uh i'm, I'm gonna forget the name of the arena now that's holding wwe nationwide Fastlane. nationwide thank you is the nationwide arena so if you are looking to avoid royal rumble spoilers maybe skip ahead to do the quick fire questions although we have got a couple of other news stories that we want to talk about here news stories i should say but the rumors so you know the nationwide arena released this card over christmas that said Book your tickets for WWE Fastlane with the main event that will see AJ Styles defend his WWE Championship in a fatal five-way match against Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. So a lot of people said, well, okay, well, this means that Nakamura is not winning the Rumble. This means that Kevin and Sami aren't going to win the championship, blah, 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 blah. But that's card subject to change. You know, these things these things happen you know a lot of these shows always put out a card that says like hey buy tickets because you could see this card subject to change these things change around all the time however we now are getting into a point now where it feels like WWE are nailing down their their wrestlemania matches it's always around mid-january where yeah. things stop changing as much yes yeah. undertaker yeah. and scene is pretty much confirmed now i would say mm-hmm. yeah i reckon braun triple h uh, maybe run the Rousey. Yep. So you know we're we're kind of in a situation now where if something is happening, if something is being announced, it probably is you know they're going to stay the course. And this got very interesting when uh, Nationwide again, Nationwide, Nationwide Arena, Arena. Nationwide believe, Arena in yeah. in Ohio, I think it is, <clears throat> released a video to say, "Hey, buy your tickets now," because not only is John Cena going to be with appearing at the show, fancy voiceover guy, with as fancy, well. and full graphics, yeah, for this fatal five-way between AJ Styles, Nakamura, Randy Orton, Owens and Zayn. Mm. Seemingly confirming that that is going to be the main event of the Fastlane pay-per-view, which is the last SmackDown Live, as the only SmackDown Live pay-per-view between Rumble and WrestleMania. So if this is the case, if that is the main event that they're going with for Fastlane, it likely indicates that Nakamura is not winning the Royal Rumble, nor are Owens and Zayn winning at the Royal Rumble. Which, I mean, I didn't think mm-hmm. Owens and Zayn were going to win anyway, but I would have put some pretty good money down. I'm not a betting man because I think betting is foolish, but I would have put some money down on Nakamura winning the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'd agree. It's uh, A similar thing happened last year. Well, not a similar thing, but Bray Wyatt, What the, the, we thought... Oh, SmackDown's got the Elimination Chamber in 2017. So a Raw guy's going to win um, the Rumble, the Rumble, right? But Randy Orton ended up winning the Rumble, a SmackDown guy. And you had the SmackDown main uh, Elimination Chamber where Bray Wyatt's once setting up their all-time classic WrestleMania match. Yeah. So, yeah, but there's there's no way around this if Nakamura is in, in that match too. You, you, it's sort of, it's surplus if he wins the Rumble to get a shot at Mania, but gets a a five-way shot mm-hmm. in in uh in march or february yeah it's march i think yeah it's march march 5th i think something yeah, like that so uh or march 11th very confusing and so, why would john cena that i depart well so here's so here's the question then so if it's not one those five got all those four guys i shouldn't say aren't two of them aren't in but randy orton and nakamura aren't winning the royal rumble thank god because i don't want to see orton win the rumble two mm. years in a row um but 
do we still think that Roman Reigns... Is, I, I still think that Roman Reigns isn't winning the Rumble. I think that he's going to win at Elimination Chamber and that will grant him his shot at, at Lesnar um, come uh, WrestleMania. Unless... Is Lesnar booked for Elimination Chamber? Do we know? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Not off the top of my head. So there could be something there maybe, but I, I still don't feel that uh, Reigns is winning the Rumble. Mm. So if it's not Reigns, then is it a SmackDown guy? If it's a SmackDown guy, who's it going to be? Mojo Rawley. You reckon you? Go, oh, it's going to be bloody Baron Corbin, is it? After what no. I said, after what I said on yeah. Wednesday's show, it's going to be bloody Baron Corbin. It's not going to be Baron Corbin. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I guess we'll we'll have our predictions up next Friday. Yeah. So stick around. Maybe we'll come up with something. Uh, and finally, speaking of Royal Rumble, there's been some new WWE signees. Just on the last thing, a lot of people, because I know that some people are going to say this in the comments as well. Yeah. Current theory at the moment is that it's going to be that Balor is going to win the Royal Rumble, but challenge AJ instead rather Ooh, than challenge Lesnar. Tasty, tasty. That I, like I, could, that I could get behind. Or maybe Nakamura wins at Fastlane. You do some nonsense where AJ wants his rematch at Mania. A Nakamura AJ Balor three-way. Tasty, mate. Uh, nom, 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 nah. nom, 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 So finally, WWE finally announced the signings of Ricochet, War Machine and Candice LeRae this week on Tuesday after months and months of speculation mm-hmm. and rumours and reports. Yeah. Uh, so any, any of those could pop up in the Royal Rumble, but I actually doubt it. Well, they were all pictured at the Performance Centre in their NXT t-shirts, which would suggest that they're all going to be doing the, the NXT direction before going mm. up to the main roster, um, which I'm, I'm perfectly fine with. Because yeah. As someone, you know, I was having a chat with someone on Twitter earlier today about like who I'd like to see War Machine have some feud with. And I was like, man, like War Machine, Authors of Pain, just four massive dudes doing massive dude things. Like that, that, that sounds great fun to me. Chucking Heavy Machine oh mate Otis Dozovich as tall as he is wide oh that'd be great and the Street Profits the best team best tag team in TN and NXT at the moment you got there I got there quick fire questions round it's a thing <laughs> we've done it three times now so it's a thing I love it uh, all from Twitter Cameron Hall asks do you think Lashley or EC3 will be at the Rumble no because I still think they're under TNA contract those like leaving matches were uh, like going to air in April March or April so no well that's a good point actually I don't, I don't think either. I think they're probably still under contract. Con- contractually, yeah. I read that there's no problem. There's no non-compete. But would WWE want EC3 showing up at the Royal Rumble while he's also appearing on TNA television? Did not think of that. I'm going to say no Lashley, yes EC3. Alfonso Cruz, favourite video game currently? Um, well, I don't really, I'm not really playing anything at the moment, but I, I suppose Super Metroid, because that's currently what I'm playing on the... Is on that the, an old game? It is, I'm playing it on my uh, my uh, SNES Classic. So yeah, Super Metroid is my current favourite video game. Man, what was the... So I, I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn this year, but then I stopped halfway through. I'm not very good with completing I don't think games. that was this year either. I'm pretty sure you did I that. I started l- playing it last... This year. It was definitely oh, was this year. Oh, this year. year. Oh, okay. Uh... But uh, what's that game? That's that's small. The short game completed that one. Inside, 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 inside was ah, oh, that was a great game. World of Stew. Who will be number fifteen in the men's <laughs> Royal Rumble? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this would be good betting odds. Uh, I'm going to say Apollo Crews. Kalisto. Mm. <laughs> Connor, Braun and Ronda versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Good idea or bad idea for WrestleMania? Uh, I'd rather see Braun and Triple H in a singles match and Ronda and Charlotte in singles matches. Totally agree. Karen Peterson, 
She's our... Uh, Queen of NXT. Queen of NXT. Who is swafter? More swaft, most swaftest. <sighs> um, hmm. So this is... Yeah, it's a tricky the, the, one. Out of who? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know out that of one. everyone? Yeah, I have to skip that Who one. is swafter? Who is swafter? And who's more swaft than that? And who's most swaft this? I think Karen just wanted to say some fun words. I think so. Uh, although most swaft this is Montez Ford. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Caesar R. Who is your favourite comic book hero? Should we Should we answer for each other? Oh, yeah, well, I think you definitely know mine. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, th- yeah. I think I could take Let's a good guess you... of yours. So Daredevil for Luke. Correct. Green Lantern. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many. Uh, Shivam Sharma should WWE induct Jeff Johns Green Lantern uh, should WWE induct wrestlers from different companies into the Hall of Fame for example can they induct Minoru Suzuki he's a living legend and one of the best of all time I doubt Vince knows who he is no uh, I would say that WWE should induct wrestlers from different companies if they wanted it to be a legitimate Hall of Fame which I don't think they do I think I mean otherwise they would have inducted Kevin Nash as Kevin Nash not as D and they would have announced they would have inducted um uh Alundra Blazer under a, a different name. Yeah, I would say either my answer ranges from no to it doesn't matter because <laughs> it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I do like it when people get their knickers in a twist over the uh the, mm. the Hall of Fame because it, it really doesn't matter. Aaron it's... Sanders, do you think The Rock will appear at Raw 25? Depends if he's making a film. He's probably got a thousand in production. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes via video message. Oh Sashin Holm. Will Hulk Hogan return to WWE on Raw 25? No, I think he's gonna return at WrestleMania. Oh, I'm gonna say no, but I'm not gonna say when. Uh Met do you think Triple H will be a better boss than Vince McMahon? Yes. Huh. Yeah. Zach McElroy could Orton know. Could Orton <laughs> versus Cena at Mania be good? Could it be done correctly? What was your answer there? Um, it, no. No, no, no. It's too... It's too it's, uh, the well's dry. The well is so dry. Yeah, that, that's, that is probably one of the more unappealing matches I could see at WrestleMania this year. What a question to end on for the uh, the quick fire about Cena versus Orton, a, a trend that I, I started by accident uh, on an episode of the Wrestle Ramble when I suggested that was going to be Cena's opponent for WrestleMania. Why would you even say it? And, <laughs> and now we're scared. The more we talk about it, it's like that. Was it Oprah's the secret thing? Mm. If you think about it, the universe will give it to you. Well, it's okay because if you think about it, we, the we, the WWE universe, are being given Cena mm. Taker as you. I mean, you essentially said in that in today's episode that's all but confirmed. Well, yeah, I mean, just just based on how the wrestling news year ebbs and flows, if if it's been reported that Undertaker's got a big match in mid January. It's probably going to happen. Yeah, and it was, I think it was Meltzer said in the Observer last year, or late last year, said that um, Cena's not winning the Rumble and he's not having a match with AJ at WrestleMania because Cena has a bigger match mm. uh, in place. And that was me, it was like, I mean, that has to be Taker then. Like, Batista what, was the other name. Yeah, or Randy Orton. Mm. Ah. <laughs> I mean, Vince would see Cena-Randy Orton as a bigger match than uh, than Cena-AJ Styles. Ugh, be battle of the hair transplant <laughs> i don't even want to talk about it so let's tell us 
tell us, Luke. Well, I mean, it's, it's not like the quest. This isn't really like a podcast-worthy discussion. It was just I was the, enjoying it. That's oh, why okay. I said halt this. All right, well, let's podcast it. So I was I was with my my uh, dungeon group yesterday. My my questing group were playing Dungeons and Dragons. No. Oh, you should get a name and matching bowling jackets with yeah. the name embroidered. Maybe we should. Well, we're to, we're going to be starting a new quest very soon. Can um, I come? I don't know. Can you come? Oh. <laughs> Luke non-verbally said no there. <laughs> I don't think I did. He looked I, at me funny uh, not, while rubbing his nose. I am not. Uh, I, this is. It's not a dictatorship. I'm not in charge of the group. I'd have to put it out to the group to see if we could welcome in a, a new member. But at the moment, we're... I, got you, I mean, no, I was gonna say, you haven't got time anyway. It's, it's well out of your way. It's in Stockwell. Yeah, that's that's South London. That is near Progress's uh, wrestling school. Uh, it is, yeah. So and maybe we could pop in. I went past it when we came back from that Rev Pro show and I fell asleep on the tube because I should have got off at Oxford Circus and I went all the way to the end. I went all the way to Brixton. Yeah. And then had to go back to Oxford Circus. And I got lost in my the place where I live <laughs> for an hour and a half. I ten, couldn't find my way home. A ten minute walk turned into an uh, like, a, almost like a Disney-esque adventure. I hate it when stupid things I do when I'm drunk become reference anecdotes <laughs> yeah because like it's not just you like my lady partner will will use that and say well you know what about that time mm. or, or she'll tell other people when i'm there oh. you wouldn't believe the thing ollie did <laughs> the other month. Oh, oh. I deserve it <laughs> but yes the question anyway, so I, was, I was with my, my question group yesterday we're kind of reaching the end of this this adventure that we have been on we're in this cave but essentially it all boils down to i had an awful day of questing just 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 the worst like everything i did i just did wrong mm. and it's all like if you've not played dungeons and dragons it's all based around rolling dice so it's all a, a, a thing of luck you can have good strategies like when you run into a battle and you know what you want to do i mean at the moment i've got like a really great I've got an amazing armor class and i've got a brilliant weapon but if you swing that weapon and then you roll despite the fact i've got plus six attack you roll it and you roll a two and they've got a um you know their armor class is 14 you miss so like despite the fact i'm i'm built to the nines if i rolled badly then it's then i'm knackered mm. and guess what i did yesterday i rolled badly constantly every single every battle i was in i did two bits of damage in the entire night one of those was when I killed a creature that had already been damaged by the rest of my team. Oh no, I did kill I killed two, but again, they'd both been damaged. And I hit one of my own teammates because I rolled a critical failure, uh, which is when you roll a one. And I missed the creature I was aiming for and hit my teammates who were standing next to him and did six damage to him, which was like more than I've done to any of the other creatures I'd, I'd fought that day. Mate. It was just really bad. And Reliability. Then, okay, so here was the more embarrassing one. So uh, one of our uh, members of the group, he's a, th a thief, and he uh, bought, when we were in the town we were in before we were going to this, uh, this dungeon, he bought ball bearings, a bag of a thousand ball bearings. And we went into this cave, and all of a sudden, these bones started to crawl together and create an army of skeletons. Oh, there were hey. nine skeleton warriors in these rooms. Skeleton warriors! So shout out to anyone who recognised that song. Oh, that uh, 90s cartoon. And he, quite brilliantly, 
rolled out all the ball bearings mm. in front of them, which means they had to keep doing, uh, I think they were doing dexterity saving rolls, and they kept falling over. It was hilarious, and he had a good old chuckle. We all had a good chuckle. These skeleton warriors just kept falling over. One of the, When they critical mm. failed, our DM said they kept losing legs, so they would, limbs were just falling off them as they kept falling over. It was grand. We were having a mm. whale of time. Until I, being the bravado that I am, stepped into an action, because one of them started got up and started walking towards me, and I was like, okay, on my, on my turn, I'm going to step in and face him. It was only when I said that, my DM said, like, you do realise you've just stepped on the ball bearings. Oh, Luke, that was your fault. <laughs> I was like... That wasn't the dice fault. It was, and I was like, oh, am I? I thought, the, I thought the skeleton had got up and had moved past him. He was like, no, he's still very much in He's going to have to do a dex mm. throw um, on his next turn. I was like, oh, dear. So he's like, no, you're going to have to do a dex throw. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So I had to get a, a, a DC saving roll of 10. I did not. I, I rolled a six and therefore fell over. You fell over. Was everyone else laughing at you? Yes, everyone was yeah. laughing at me because I, this big warrior with my amazing armor class and my big sword and shield, fell over on some ball bearings. And then, I mean, I managed to uh, do an attack while I was lying down on another prone skeleton that was nearby, but who had also fallen down. When I went to do my deck saving throw to stand up, I failed again, which means I st- stood up and fell back down. Wow. And then my DM had the temerity to make me keep doing deck saving throws after the battle had finished until I could stand up. <laughs> How long did that take? It took me, I think it took me two go, two extra goes of oh, like being dear. able to stand up. It was very, very embarrassing mm. for my character and for me as a, as a dungeon player because I just looked like a complete idiot. And a right idiot hole that couldn't even stand in a battle where all the creatures were on the floor. Well, uh, sometimes I get worried that we're not nerdy enough. <laughs> so, I'm glad. I do, I do, I'm fascinated by the Dungeons and Dragons. I just don't have the time or resources to plough into it. Well, yeah. But I'm glad you're questing hard. I was going to say, I mean, this, this quest that we've been doing now has taken us upwards of 15, maybe 20 hours, and we're still not finished yet. Well, let's close off with some iTunes reviews if you're still here. The best podcast in the universe writes. Twicked. From the ramble to great wrestling reviews, this podcast is what I look forward to on Monday, Wednesday, and even Saturday. Would love to see you do more reviews of Ring of Honor and New Japan in the future, but keep doing a great job. A series of emojis, a princess emoji, mermaid emoji. What's that one? Like, like half a head with a sad face? And porridge on top of it? And two hearts in eyes emojis. There is no one else who makes me laugh like you do. Push one the rolly 2K18. Thank you, FP Wicked. Thanks, P Wicked. And Gareth J Team Gamma writes, name redacted. Well, I guess his name wasn't in the, the thing either. I used to only listen to another YouTube wrestling channel whose name has since been redacted. Oh, I see. But Ollie and Luke would always creep into my videos. Mm, mm. Do that. Then I discovered the Ramble and I became a full-time member of the Swaft Nation. Who cares about those other guys now? It's all about the road to 500... This is wrong. The way to 500k... Subscribers. Day. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you, Jay. Lovely stuff. Well, we will be back on Monday with the Fantasy Booking Warfare. You're going to try and finish tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, or now. (laughs) <laughs> I've got a hundred other things to do. Guys, so busy. Yeah. But we'll see you Monday. Love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. I'm John Cena, 16-time WWE champ, saying support Talk because they talk about wrestling, and I like it. So 
do us all a favor and subscribe, please. And thank you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.